Hello and welcome to another episode of the Round the Essay podcast. Thank you guys for listening, watching and sharing. I hope you guys are doing well. A happy new year to you all. Yeah, I know we're in the middle of the month and we're in the middle of the month and I haven't made a podcast in a while. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of things on the agenda to talk about. India and England are playing squads for the five match test series starting uh, in nine, I think nine days. Yeah, in nine days. Um and we will also have the first episode of, I wouldn't say much anticipated, but our anticipated What If series. Uh, but first, yeah, first of all, we've got squads. We've got some news. We've got a bit of news. Um, actually, wait, before we start with England, uh, let's go Let's go to um, McLaren. Yeah, this was not expected. I didn't expect to be talking about F1 in mid-January. But we have got something to talk about. So basically what McLaren have done is they've done like a supply a surprise uh livery reveal, I think. Um they basically yeah, they basically just put out a yeah, they basically just put out their livery. I think it looks great. I think it looks really good. Um wait, let me load up some more images. So yeah, obviously that side on looks very nice. They've got a pretty big spot. I mean, the side pods aren't as big as the last time, as I remember. Um, it's pretty similar to the stealth, that stealth one they had from uh, before. I think that was Singapore, Singapore. Was it Singapore? Yeah, Singapore. Where they had that stealth livery. Um, but hey, I think it looks really cool. It's, yeah, it's very, it's, don't want to say. It's very, um... It's not got a lot of color, if I'm being honest. It's a lot less color than I expected. There's a lot of carbon fiber exposed. Um, I think that 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 sort of that that ang- that front on angle, I think, is the one that looks the best. I think it looks very really nicer. It's it's um I don't really, I think now I'm looking at it a bit more. I don't really know what to think of it. Let's see. I mean, obviously the side pods, side pods are a lot darker. Um, yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's pretty s- not that similar, but it's basically the car, their car last year, but just cut cut like half seventy five percent carbon fiber, which kind of look, it looks cool. But I'm now kind of worried that all the other teams are going to do this as well, um, which isn't great. But hey, they all they've all got to get an edge somehow. Anyway, moving on to let's we'll go a bit carried away. So on to the squads that I was talking about before. So India and England are hosting well, India are hosting England for a five match test series starting on the twenty fifth. Personally, I'm excited, but also a little bit. I feel like it's a lose lose ring end. But anyway, they put that squads. Um, I think that England put out a much better squad than what they did last time against India. It's a much more educated squad, at least. So let's look at the um, let's look at the England squad first. So uh, let me read it out to you. If I can find it. So wait, they put it out so long ago. Oh, here we are. So the England squad was obviously Ben Stokes going, Rahan Ahmed, James, uh, Jimmy Anderson, Gus Atkinson, Bairstow, Bash, uh, Bashir. Uh, Harry Brook, Zach Crawley, Ben Duckett, Ben Folks, Tom Hartley, Jack Leach, Ollie Pope, Ollie Robinson, 
Jerry Mockwood. Okay. At first, you think, oh, wow, Bashir is in the squad, Tom Hartley, Atkinson, um, who else is that? Ben Folks. I'm thinking, oh, this is great. I love this. I love this squad. But let's look let's, let's, let's look at it a little bit more there. We've got a captain who can barely walk from well from what I've seen, I I, I for captain right now who can who's still recovering from a knee surgery. Ahmed who's eighteen and he got yeah, he got five against he got five against Pakistan, but those delivery he wasn't amazing, amazing. And also still very inexperienced. A forty odd year old in uh uh Jamie, Jimmy Anderson. Atkinson looks decent. Besto um is gonna be used out of position, let's be honest. Bashir, who's probably not gonna play. Harry Brook look I think that's a Harry Brook who I mean we've seen him in the PSL, but we've never seen him play like actual test matches in India. Crawley, who was is pretty much the last just replacement the last time we went to India. Ben Duckett, who does very well against spin. Ben Folks, who has been in the England team for a long time. Tom Hartley, who's obviously inexperienced and doesn't have a lot of first-class cricket under his belt. Jack Leach, probably our last spinner. Ollie Pope, who I think should have been captain for this tour. Ollie Robinson, who has fitness issues. Joe Root, who I mean carried us last tour. And Mark Wood, who also has fitness issues. So overall, there's some goods. There's some good players there, but there's also a couple a couple holes. So I think that Sto- I don't think Stokes should have gone first of all because he, he can, first of all he can barely walk, and second of all I, I I just think there's no real point in him going because he could he could easily get ready for who do we have next? I think yeah, for the um not only for the summer but also the World Cup. Obviously, we don't want to get him in, uh, another in, not really another injury, but we don't want him adding to that um, injury that he has. He can. He can just play in those T20 against against Pakistan in the lead up for the World Cup, which he's definitely going to be going to. So, I think I think that Ben Stokes being in the squad is kind of rushed. I think he should have been uh, waited on the on the sidelines for a little bit, given him a full time to recover, rest, and get ready for the World Cup, uh, rather than rushing him back in for. I, I I'm not really sure why we are going to need him for India. If we have people like uh, Best, and when we have a big top six, like we have folk, we're taking folks, we're taking um, obviously Joe Root, we're taking Pope, who's probably going to bat anywhere, let's be honest. And obviously Rahan Ahmed, who can play as a spinning all rounder. So I think don't, I don't think Stokes should be on the tour. I think Ollie Pope should have been captaining. And then I think the rest of the squad is all right. The one thing, though, that's not. Uh, that's kind of annoying for me, is Liam Dawson, I think, should have been in the squad. And I'm not saying that because the selectors didn't pick him. I'm saying that because it was his own choice not to go. Like, his his own choice was not to go, as like he said, I, I, he didn't, I don't want to go to 15th or 16th man. I want to be going there to actually play. He's essentially a replacement bowler. He's essentially just going to be there for one tour. Even if he does well, he's not going to play for England anymore. So, it's not... I, I think that... It's not the worst for Liam Dawson. But even if we don't have Liam Dawson. I mean, who else would they pick? Oh, no. Even if they 
even if we don't have Liam Dawson, we have um, obviously Rahan Ahmed. He's not going to play that all-rounder role. So I'd much rather see them going with someone like Dan Lawrence or maybe, well, not Chris Wokes, but someone like a Dan Lawrence or someone who, like a spinning all-rounder. Matt Critchley was another option that I think has been very underused um, in in terms of he's not he's been playing very well for Derbyshire, but he's not actually got a, a turn in terms of playing for England. So the other ones, four seamers, Anderson, Atkinson, who else? Robinson and Wood. Four seamers for a five-test tour. I, I know we're playing three spinners as a test, but come on. Like, let, let's put it into, into perspective. Anderson's only going to play one or two tests, let's be honest. Atkinson and then Wood will only probably play three. I think he'll play... What are the... Wait, what are the grounds? I'm not doing my research. Hyderabad, where it barely spun. Dunshala, which was all right. Ranchi, Rashko. So, yeah, he's going to play, I think, Hyderabad. Maybe Rajko. He's Okay, basically, he's going to play four tests. That's what that's what we're saying. So, Wood will play four. So, he'll miss one. Uh, Robinson, I think, will, will have to play all five. And then... That leaves Atkinson, who will probably play two or three. I think Atkinson, if if, if we're getting the most out of Atkinson, he'll play three or four. But I think what they'll actually do is they'll go with Anderson and Wood, probably, because they'll want an enforcer, which is Mark Wood. You're not going to bench Stokes to your enforcer because he can't bowl. But Jimmy Anderson won't perform well. Obviously, because they'll put so much pressure on him to get wickets. When reality, that should be the spinner's job. He'll get dropped after two tests. They'll bring in Ollie Robinson or Atkinson. I, I assume they'll bring in uh, Robinson because he's not a quick. Or if Wood gets injured, then what happens? We had to play Atkinson for four for four tests. We need an, a, at least one more seamer. I'd have brought a Josh Tongue, a Matthew Potts, um, Henry Brooks would have done so. Henry Brooks would have been perfect for this. I'm, 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 I am a Ken fan, but Henry Brooks, I've seen in Lions games and in uh, for Warwickshire, he can bowl long spells. He can just charge in and bowl you like 15 over spells. He's perfect for the squad. If someone like Anderson or Wood got injured, boom, just put Henry Brooks in. We'll be fine. Because you need to have at least, I think, three seamless for me. You have to have your two opening bowlers, because I, I feel like you can't really open with a spinner, especially with us. You have to have at least three opening three three seamers, and then two extras, but they've only got four. So that implies they're going to play two, and then the spinners. I expect them not to play two left arm spinners because well, I, I just I just don't think they'll do that. So I think Hartley will play a couple tests, and Jack Leach will Leach. Maybe they give Bashir a try. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think they're going to play Ahmed. I don't think they're going to play Ahmed for three years. Maybe what they do is they play Ahmed as a spinning all-rounder and then they have Leach as more like a like a, like their actual spinner. Like I think there was a lot of discussions after 2018 Ashes that Moen Ali, because he wasn't bowling that well, they brought in Mason Crane from the final test and it took so much, so much pressure on Moeen. So if they have Jack Leach in there and Rehan Ahmed, it will put so much less pressure on Rehan to deliver. So... In terms of how they're actually going to line up, this is why I'm expecting. I expect 
Crawley, I think it's going to be Crawley Duckett, so same. Yeah, Pope, Root, Brook. Mm, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, oh, Stokes. And then Bairstow, folks. I think they'll go Bairstow because he's a lot better in spinning conditions. But I wouldn't be surprised if Crawley or, or Duckett or Pope misfire in those first two tests if they bring Bairstow up to three or to open and then they put Ben Folks in. But then it'll be Rahan Ahmed. Uh, it depends what team as they play, but let's say Wood and Anderson and then obviously Jack Leach. So it, it could definitely differ. I don't think the top six will change that much, apart from, as I said, they bring one of the one of the top three out. It's I would assume Crawley or Pope, and then they put in they put Bester up there, and then they put Crawley um, Ben Ferguson, sorry, and maybe they bring Bashir in like one test. Maybe they give Tom Hartley a go. They rest Jack Leach. I honestly, this England team, I I would be surprised to see how um, Baz Baz selects the teams in um in India. Well, I mean, it's already him selecting the teams, but. It would be interesting to see how they go based on the pitches. Because if you want someone that's going to spin the ball a lot, obviously you want Jack Leach. Obviously you want someone like a Bashir. If you if the if you're two 0 down, of course you're going to play your best players. If you're if it's one one, maybe it, it, let's say a freak a freak scenario, England are two 0 up. They, then of course you're going to play Hartley, Bashir, Atkinson, all this play just to give them like just to give them a bit of experience. I hope this tour is not going to be as competitive so that we overuse players that could get injured because I, I know that there's a World Cup and how many players can play in the World Cup? One, two, three, four, five. I think Duck will play six, uh, seven, eight. So eight, eight players in that squad could go to the World Cup. So I don't want them to be overused. So overall, all right, let me go, I'm going to give a rating for both the squads. This England squad, I like it's exciting, obviously, but it is it there's definitely some things that could go wrong. So I'm gonna give it seven, yeah, seven point five. That's what I'm gonna give. Right, moving on to the India squad. This one is kind of worrying. I think I was a little bit excited after the squad for England came out, but this destroyed it. So right, I'll read out the squad again. Bear, bear in mind, I actually didn't say this for the England one. This is for the first two tests. So they'll bring out another squad for the for the last three. Rod Sharma, Shoman Gill, Yasha uh, Vijayaswal, his name is so hard to pronounce. Fred Kohli, Shreya Kerahul, Kesbharat, Truv Jural, I think that's how you said. Ravichandran Ashwin, Jadu, Aksar Patel, Kulip Yadav, Mohamed Suraj, Mukesh Kumar, Jasper Brahma, and Avishkan. So this is interesting. They've not put in Shami. Um, and it, I think this is more of a showing to England that how India have evolved the last few years. I, there was a lot of people saying, where's Hassan Sharma? Where's um, what's uh, where's Rahane? Where's Pujara? I think they're past that. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get Jaisval in. They're trying to get Gil to play as a number three. And then they're also trying to figure out how they um who is their best wicket keeper before Rashapan comes? Because if they pick three wicket keepers, who's gonna be their second choice? Is it gonna be Kerala? Who is it gonna be Bar? Is it gonna be Jura? Also, people are saying this is not their best team. 
this is one of their best teams. I think without, um, if they had Shami, it would be one of the best teams. Like, I think, apart from Australia, the best t- test team in the world. Because I think they're selling the lineup. Rod Sharma, Jaiswal, Gil Kohli, Shreya Kale, and then, uh, yeah, Jadeja, Ashwin, maybe Kohli Biarov, and then Siraj Bumla. That's a pretty good team. That's a pretty good team. You have three spinners. You have your two paces. I don't think India will play more than three seamers. And that top six is... that That's one of the best in world cricket. Like, I, I think that what people think is they picked three wicketkeepers. They're not picked enough seamers. England not picked enough seamers as well. I think that India picked very responsibly, though. I don't think they've gone, right, we've got to do something different. They picked very responsibly to England, so that might encourage them. But look, look, look at me spinners there. One, two, three, four. And yeah, Mukesh Kuro is the first bowler. And then they have three wicket keepers. That means they're putting a lot of trust into that top five to just not only stay fit, but to really deliver. Because then they would put, if they want to, they could put Rahul, Rahul up there. I think they could put Drew up there, I'm not sure. They have a lot of flexibility, India, but they are really relying on that top five to deliver. Because if the bowling attack fails, I think that that's going to be really interesting to see. Immediate um immediate thoughts in terms of both squads. Both the top five look that that both of the top six look really good for each side. Um, the bowling attacks are kind of weak. I mean, Anderson and Bumra par. There's not really a lot in those bowling attacks, so that will be very interesting. Um, to see how that unfolds. India, India squad, I'm going to give it, I'm going to say an eight and a half. I think with Shami, it would have definitely been nine, maybe even a 10 out of 10. Overall predictions for the series, uh, five nil England. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we haven't won there in like, how, when was the last time we won India? Yeah, 11 years ago. So, hey, overall, my predictions for the series are going to be, I think that's going to be quite a few draws. So, I'd say maybe like a one-one. Yeah, I think I think one or maybe two-one India. I don't think that's going to be a lot of results. I think England are going to struggle to get results here. I do fear that there's going to be quite a few two-day test matches, but they have picked different grounds than they did in twenty twenty-one, which is a very good thing. Um, I do think England will struggle in uh, Dhamshala because they struggled against Afghanistan with the uneven bounce and. That was a pitch they really struggled in. Um, I'm not even gonna try to say that that second that second uh, ground's name, but actually no, I will. Vish, uh, Vishka, Vishka Patnam. I, I know, yeah, Vishka Patnam. That's what I'm gonna say. This that second um for the second test, I think England plenty of chances. because uh, I did some research and that pitch, it wasn't used in the World Cup, but it's a very so it's a very unpredictable pitch and it was similar to ones they had in Pakistan and if you look at how India England played in Pakistan they really sort of they took it on it was a lot flatter than expected it didn't really turn as much India I think will be very interesting for them the one thing I'm very scared about for England is they're not they're not doing actual practice in India the one change between India and Pakistan pitches like most people think oh it's the same pretty much like look at Australia they they did well in Pakistan they won well in India wrong it's not the same Indian pitches turn a lot more and they wear a lot quicker than Pakistani pitches. 
Pakistan Beach is already war. Like you don't really, you can't really do much about it. It's basically war. It's like, uh, you get your mom gives you an Xbox three sixty three sixty. In for in terms of Pakistani bitches, the disk space the um the disk space is already completely um full, so you can't get new games. But with India, the disk space is not completely full, but it will definitely it will but it's gonna wear over time. Do you get what I mean? Basically, what I'm trying to say is it it spins over time. Where Pakistan just didn't spin. Uh, that was a terrible analogy. I think that England will. I think they're gonna struggle. But if they find a, a decent rhythm and they don't lose and they don't sort of lose games by being sloppy and like I think those first two tests of the Ashes they were just sloppy and they played bad shots. If they play calculated cricket and they have someone who can bat for six seven hours, they'll be fine. I would assume that's going to be Joe Root, but if it isn't, then I'm here for basketball. I I deal with it enough, but um yeah overall predictions I said. I think 1-1, one, 2-1 one, one around that. I don't think England will be pushing for wins because I think they'll more, be more focused on just batting and batting. And I do think that this Indian team can get, can will on home soil um, cause for the game to slip away from England on a, on a couple of occasions. Right, um, time for the very much anticipated uh, first episode of What If?, so basically, this is a series where we take situations in cricket and F1 and um, soccer where basically um, it, it was pretty much like it was like a 50 50 situation. And we would discover what would have happened if um, it was on the other side and the tables didn't fit. So, our first episode, we go back to the 14th, was it? Yeah, 14th of July in 2019. I think you know where I'm going with this. Um, what what do England need? I think it was yeah England need around yeah twenty two of nine. Plunkett's just got out, and basically, well, it, it's all down to Stokes. Stokes hits one in the air, and I think it was on a documentary. You know, you know when it's going to be out. He hit one in the air. It goes very high up in the air, and it goes right under the hands of Gesu Trenbol. Who he he never he never drops one. I I I never seen Trent Bolt drop a catch until he 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 catches the ball. He steps on the boundary and then he only then he tosses it. So in six, if you don't know the rules, basically, if you catch the ball and then you step like you put your like you just stand you step on the boundary like with any part of your foot, then it or it's six because basically that means the ball has crossed the boundary. But what happened if he actually caught it? Caught it normally. What happened if he thrown it to Guptill about two minutes, to, uh, about two seconds earlier? Well, as you can probably, as you probably could have inferred, New Zealand would have probably won the World Cup. England would have been put into England would have been put into misery. And I, I think I, I, I feel like it could, have gone, it could have gone two ways. England could have given up. We say, okay, we tried our best. Now let's go back to focusing on the Red Bull game. Or they could have put all their, they could have kept all their um, weights on the white ball scale, and then they could have got they would they would have won in twenty twenty three. We build, but Bunsen burners in the UK, so we're ready for India when that time comes, and we continue this sort of attacking attacking style of cricket, which they actually kind of tried to do. Even after the World Cup, they were more like, all right, let's win, let's win in twenty twenty one, let's win twenty twenty three. They didn't really. 
want to stop. Obviously, they didn't do well in 2023, but we don't talk about that. Um, but I do think that if England hadn't won that World Cup in 2020, 2019, they would have never won it. But purely because I, I think the players would have just given up. I think the players would have just said, now nah, we're done with this. I want to go back to playing Red Bull cricket or I want to go to the IPL where I can make a lot of money and I don't really want to be paying for my country anymore because I put so much work in these four years and it hasn't paid off. Or they could have said, actually, you know what? The IPL can wait. I'm going to make sure I'm going to work up medal first and then I've earned to play in the IPL. Because then I would have put a lot of respect, respect for them. I don't think they would have had the players available because obviously there were still so many players coming up. So that would have brought another dilemma. So I'm kind of glad we won it then because if we hadn't won the World Cup then, then we would, I don't think we would, we would have won it. That was the best, what, not even not England rival team, but the best rival team in the world for a long time at that point. So it could have gone very different. As for New Zealand, I, I, I don't know. I think they would have obviously been said, oh, they're still underdogs. I think they would have also won the, the World, T20 World Cup in 2021. Obviously, they won the World Test Championship in 2021 as well. They would just create. I think they would just created a dynasty. <laughs> maybe um, maybe it would have become the national sport in that country. Who knows? Um, Kane Williamson would have been a hero. Trent Bolt would have been a hero. Yeah, I think it'd have gone so different, differently from New Zealand as well. I think from their perspective, it's pretty similar as well because if they'd won in twenty nineteen, I think they would have been even more fired up to win in twenty twenty three as well because they would have kept on the development and. Like people like Glenn Phillips, Devin Conway coming into that team, it would have only made it better if they won the World Cup in 2019. And I honestly think they would have put a decent case and probably rival Australia and India for the crown in 2023. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, they got to the semi final, but it's not, I don't think it's really a crown, a crown in glory for them. Anyway, that's gonna cons, uh, that's going to end the um, podcast for today. Thank you guys so much uh, for listen uh, for listening. Uh, let me go. Let me know if you guys like this um this what if series. If not, I'll stop it. Um, let me know in the in the Q and A chat. But for now, I'll see you guys later. Bye bye.